0: man ron we hit the jackpot i'm kind of excited yeah so honestly you know when we first started down our path of doing any kind of online work right like you said go figure out some stuff and i first thing i found was the one funnel away and that changed both of our lives right like yeah and ever so many things since then that we've done And that we've learned and that we've tried to model is because of this guy.
1: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you get an opportunity to talk to a person that kind of put your life on a different track. It's kind of crazy. Yeah,
0: well, let's get to it. Have you ever wondered how highly successful entrepreneurs think?
1: So did we. So we asked hundreds of entrepreneurs a very simple question. If they had perfect hindsight, what advice would they give themselves? I am
0: Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. Join us on our journey implementing and sharing all of our learnings while we hack our hindsight along with our guest hindsight to give us all
1: better foresight. Listen along the way as we find and unlock their secrets that made them successful through hidden traffic, joint ventures, and much, much more this is Hindsight Off.
0: Oh man, Ron, I cannot believe it. An idol, someone that has shaped the way we are doing things, someone that I truly look up to in so many ways from family to business to how I want to be. Uh, Yes, the one and only, the author of the Secrets Trilogy. Right, right? Dot com secrets, expert secrets, traffic secrets. That's what we're talking today. I'm
2: doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting.
1: Russell, we are really excited that you joined us on Hindsight Hacking today. And, you know, it's been something that we were hoping you would come on our show. Um, you, you have written so many books, and traffic secrets being the most current. What inspired you to do that? Yes,
2: writing books is very hard for anyone who's ever written one. It takes so much energy. But, Uh, It's also very fulfilling afterwards when it's all done and you get to talk about it with people. But um, you know, it's interesting because I think some people know I I own a company called ClickFunnels, and so we help tons of entrepreneurs from all around the world. We have over 100,000 members right now, so I get a a really cool bird's eye view to see what's happening, what people are doing, what's working, what's not working. And I think um, one of the biggest things I've noticed over the last couple of years is that um, a lot of people are starting to figure out the internet business and having some success, and they're they're you know having they're they're doing well, but a lot of people are struggling because um, they either have one way they get traffic or they can't figure out how to get traffic or some people like they they were getting traffic from Facebook for a while, but their ads account got shut down or something happened and then they're struggling. They can't figure out how to recover. And um, I've been doing this, this business now, I think this is my 17th year, which is kind of crazy. Um, And in that time, you know, I've gone through a whole bunch of different waves where Google is really easy. And then it got, you know, the Google slap where it got really hard. And then it was like SEO is really easy. And then there was like, four or five different Google slaps and SEO that changed everything. And and during that time, I've seen so many businesses who come online, they have a bunch of success, and then like a slap happens or something happens and their whole business collapses. My biggest thing right now is that as I really want to prepare um, business owners, and entrepreneurs to be able to get more traffic from different locations. So if Facebook accounts shut down or ad costs go up, it doesn't mean they're going to lose their business. And um, especially right now, we're in this crazy economic time where everyone's freaking out and people are stuck at home and it's like, um, learning these skills, learning how to get traffic is like, I think the most important thing people can, can really learn and master right now. So that's why I wrote the book and uh, I took the 18 months to do it. Now it's finally here. And, uh, we finally get to talk about it, which is so much fun.
0: <laughs> oh, Russell, so good. So quick question. You spent uh, about seven
2: days in the recording studio doing the audio books, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if you've done that for me, I get in a little tight chair in a little room and you're like just sitting there for like eight, ten hours a day, like, reading, uh, you know, takes <laughs> forever, but we got it done.
1: <laughs> you know, Russell, you wrote this book, Traffic Secrets. How did you go about trying to figure out how to make this last? And you know how nowadays things just go out of date as soon as they come out? What was your thought process?
2: Yeah, that was my biggest fear. Like, it's funny because, like, I, I sat up for probably – Probably a year I knew I was going to write this book and I didn't dare write it because I was so scared of like, how do you write something about a, a topic that changes all the time, right? And I started thinking back, like, how did I learn about traffic initially? And um, and it's funny because like when I got started online again 17 years ago, this was before before Facebook, before MySpace, before like friends, or, like way back there, like when we were getting started and I was trying to learn this stuff and there weren't a lot of people teaching internet marketing. There weren't There weren't mastermind groups and seminars and all these things happening. And so I try to figure things out. And so um, I, I was trying to find some mentors, and I ended up uh, joining a mastermind group with uh, some of these old school marketers like Dan Kennedy and Bill Glazer. And um, it was funny because I was the only internet guy in the group, and they used to always tease me. I remember uh, they'd bring an envelope to uh, to the meetings, like Russell, this is an envelope. People send it in mail. <laughs> you can actually touch it. Have you ever heard of these? And just teasing me about it, you know. And um, and I remember one one of the meetings, one of the guys, uh, I can't remember who it was, but. Uh, they said to me, they said, you know, the, the problem with most of you internet guys is you think that the internet is a business. He's like, the internet's not a business. The internet is a media channel, just like radio or TV or direct mail or magazines. They're, they're media channels. And he said, when you look at it as a media channel, um, the you know, internet's just a media channel. It follows the same rules as all the other media channels. And I remember he said that. I was like, interesting. So I started learning, like studying direct mail and studying radio. When we ran to radio. As we ran direct mail. I tried to learn the game. And then we took those things online. And like when Facebook came out, I was like, oh, the, the strategies and the principles that worked over here, they're the same here. Everyone thinks they're different, but they're, they're not. They're very similar. And so when I started writing this book, I, I wanted to kind of stay, take a step back from what most people do when they talk about traffic, which is you know, how to log into the ad editor, how to, how to do your targeting and things. Like that. And we talk about that stuff a little bit. But I wanted to go a step a step back and like, I hope you understand the strategy because Facebook may come or may go, you know, uh, I, and it's funny because people are like, that's not possible. I'm like, no, like I saw, I remember my space was huge. I'm like this is the biggest thing in the world. And then the year later it was gone. Right. And it, it, it keeps happening and, and it keeps shifting. And so it's, it's, it's preparing yourself for whatever the next thing is. So that when TikTok, as we know now, like TikTok wasn't even a thing when I wrote this book. And now it's like, this huge thing, but the principles you learn inside traffic seekers apply to TikTok. They apply to Twitch. They apply to any network that that comes out. And so, when you understand these things, like it gives you stability. Where wherever the market shifts, wherever you know, people's eyeballs and attention shift to, you know how to go there and then go and capitalize on it and get traffic coming for uh, back to your to your websites and your funnels from there.
0: Oh, so good, Russell. Uh, one quick question to stay true to our show
1: it's about hindsight. So, if you, what would you have wished to have known sooner? about your traffic oh
2: yeah definitely I think um when you guys have a chance to go through the book it's funny because the first chapter in fact I talk about it in the beginning of all three of the books because it's like so important and it's like the the piece that I missed when I first got started excuse me Um, when I first got started I think I did like most entrepreneurs do where we have an idea for a product or a thing and we you know or we get an idea for a business so we create the product and then we have this product, we're like, ah, oh, nobody's buying it. So we're like, I need to make a sales message. You create a sales message to sell the product. And then nobody's still buying it. And then you're like, I need to go find traffic and find people to go and sell this to. And like, and that's the problem. Most people like they never find their cut they never find the traffic. And um, my first four or five businesses that I had, that's how it always was, was like I would have the idea, create the thing, and then go look for customers. And the problem with that is a lot of times you don't find the customers, or you create something that the customers don't actually want. And so what I wish I would have known when I first got started, um, is kind of reverse engineering this where the first step in the process is finding the traffic, right? Like before I even have an idea for, to create any kind of like business or product or anything, I can find the traffic first, right? And so I go and I find, okay, where, where, like, who are my dream customers and where are they, where are they hang out? I'm going to look like what, like where are the blogs at that they, that they read? Where are the podcasts they listen to? Where are the, you know, I'm trying to figure out where they're already at. And then I find those, those communities, those congregations of people. And then I go and I try to like, listen, like, what is it they actually want? Like, what are they trying? Like, what, like, what are their frustrations? What are their pain points? And I listen really carefully, and then they tell me what they want me to create. Okay, like for example, um, Click Funnels. Literally, um, you know, it wasn't like, oh, Russell's a genius. He had this great idea for this thing called ClickFunnels, Funnels. Like, no, I was in the communities. Everyone's like trying to build funnels. We're just like, this is really hard. This is expensive. My web guy just quit again. You know, all, all these things. And so we're listening. Like, oh, we should make software that makes this easy, right? My very first book, the same thing. Like. I was just listening to, I, I knew where the traffic was. it was eventually going to buy this book. And I went and just listened. Like, what are they what are they struggling with? People are like, I don't understand funnels. Like, I don't understand how this works. And like, they couldn't get it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to write a book that explains how this whole funnel thing works. Right? So I listened to the audience and then I created the book. And then the same thing after, you know, after this book was done, they went to the audience and people were like, I have this funnel, but nobody's buying. And like, I did a webinar and like, nobody signed up, you know, like, and they're, they're talking about it. I'm like I'm like, their problem isn't now that they don't know how to do a funnel. They don't know how to like. Convert on a funnel, how to tell their story. So I listened and I was like, this is what they need next. So I made this book. And Traffic Seekers is the same thing. I'm like listening to the traffic, listening to people. And they're like, you know, my ads account got shut down. I can't figure out how to get ads. Like my, you know, Google ads are too expensive. Like all these things. And I was like, oh, the next thing they need is this. So I think if I could have gone back to my very beginning, you know, Russell and grab them by the shoulders and say, don't create a product first. Go find your audience, find where they are, and then just listen to what they want and then create that thing. Like that's what they really want.
1: All right, Russell. So, you know, there's a ton of platforms out there. You know, I would love to l- know a little bit about what's your favorite. I know we talked a lot uh, before about different platforms out there, and I know we're going to really dig into Instagram. But if you had to choose one, which is kind of your favorite one that you like, or which one are you more comfortable with?
2: Oh, that's a good question. And I think my answer might be different than everybody else's. And so I want to kind of caveat that way. I would say the first thing I would figure out, and I'll tell you mine as well, but for, for each of you as individually, is figure out what platform you understand the best. Like when you're on your phone or on your computer, like where do you, like you listen to a lot of podcasts? If so, like that's where I would start. If you if you like uh, watching videos on YouTube, you should start there. Like whatever, like figure out what platform you you natively consume the most and start there because you're gonna understand the language of it. Like one good example, um, I remember about two or three years ago, we decided like I wanna become good at YouTube. Like we didn't end anything YouTube yet. So went to YouTube and uh, I made over a hundred different videos I thought were going to be amazing. We posted them over the you know like over five or six months, and they just they didn't do that like they did it all right, but nothing great. And I was like, why is this not working? And I realized like I don't actually use YouTube. Like I'm not a guy who spends time on YouTube. I never open the app. I never watch videos. I remember coming home one night being frustrated. I remember sitting on the couch in our, in, um, in in uh, our other room, and my kids are obsessed with YouTube. So they're on TV and they're watching YouTube videos. I remember stopping I'm like. I'm gonna watch my kids watch YouTube. So I started watching them and I'm watching my kids like what they're looking at, what they're clicking, what things they skip past, like what, what keeps their attention and what things they drop off. And I start watching these things. And also I'm like, I made all my videos wrong. Like because I don't consume on YouTube, I didn't understand like the language and how people like interact on YouTube. And when I watched my kids, I watched them for like three or four hours that night. I was like, I think I know I like, gotta make a video now. And I went back, made a really cheap video, but I followed the framework and the process. I saw that my kids got most and my kids like Connected with, posted that video. I got like eighty thousand views in the first week, and I was like, "Oh, like I missed it because I didn't understand the platform." So for all of you guys, like I would look at like, what's the platform you understand the most, um, and then start there. So for me personally, my favorite platform still is podcasting. Like I just love podcasting because, um, like you think about when somebody listens to a podcast, it's not, uh, it's usually like their most intimate times. Like I'm gonna go work out, so they plug you into their ears, and you have their attention for. Thirty minutes or an hour, where I'm going to go drive somewhere, say so plug gear in, or I'm laying down in bed, and it's like you get this undivided attention on a podcast. Uh, and also, if you look at like just podcasts, so people who listen to podcasts traditionally make a lot more money than someone who doesn't. So it's usually really high, really good audience, uh, a lot of intimate time. where you have personal one-on-one time with them uh, in their mind, in their most intimate moments, and uh, it's just it's a powerful medium to to really build connection with with people. So it's it's probably still my still my favorite. <laughs>
0: oh man, Russell, I oh, love that. I love podcasts. I'm actually very very thankful for your Marketing Secrets podcast podcast. But what else? You have the Traffic Secrets podcast. So, two in one. So awesome. Uh,
1: Russell. Hey. Is it I think his camera went out. Yeah. What happened to your camera, Russell? What happened to your camera. I bet he's just switching it. He'll he'll be back. He'll be back.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I know we were getting ready to talk Instagram. Yeah,
1: you want to intro that? Yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm stoked. I know uh you know Russell was gonna talk all about secret number ten and really deep dive into the traffic secrets book today. Do you have your do you have your book? Where's my book? Yep, I got them all. Where's mine? I'm gonna, I'm gonna read along. I'm gonna mine. read along. I'm gonna read along. I'm ready to go. Oh wait, yeah. you back? There he is. All right, Russell. We are ready. Uh, hey. I already primed everybody.
2: <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I feel weird because there's like four different cameras I'm looking at. So uh, I am looking at you wherever you are at. I'm just jumping around from camera to camera. So I apologize in advance. Uh, anyway, I said book as well. But uh, today we're talking. Secret number 10, Instagram traffic secrets. Over the past few years, one of my favorite social platforms to spend my personal time on has been Instagram. One of its core features, Instagram stories, has become my favorite way to document my daily journey. Personally, I believe that it's the most powerful of all social tools to build a relationship with you, the attractive character, and your audience. A lot of the strategy I learned originally when I set up my account was from my friend and amazing entrepreneur, Jenna Kucher. In this chapter, with Jenna's permission, I'll share many of the concepts we learned from her. I'm so grateful to her for allowing me to share them with you. Step number one, understand the history and the goal. Created by Kevin Systrom and Mike Krieger in San Francisco, Instagram launched on October 6, 2010. Its fast paced growth was unheard of 100,000 members in the first week, a million members in the first two months, and 10 million members in the first year. And in June 2019, it passed over a billion members. In 2012, Facebook bought Instagram for 1 billion in cash and stocks. While the story is fascinating, I think the more exciting story occurred in 2013 when Mark Zuckerberg offered to buy Snapchat for $3 billion. After Snapchat's founder said no, Facebook decided that instead of buying them, they would just try to beat Snapchat at their own game. Over the next few years, they added all of Snapchat's core features into Instagram. Then, in August 2016, they threw the death punch. They replaced Snapchat's signature feature by launching Instagram Stories. Soon, Snapchat's stock plummeted. Users migrated in droves from Snapchat to Instagram. And almost overnight, Instagram became the second largest social networking site in the world. Mark Zuckerberg's goal when acquiring Instagram and ripping off Snapchat's features was to find more places to leverage attention and place ads where you're spending your time, looking at your feed, exploring various things, and watching other people's stories. If you are working your way in, then you win this game by attracting followers and creating content engages them and keeps them coming back to the platform for more. As you do that, you can use the attention to get free organic traffic into your funnels. If you are buying your way in, you win by showing your ads to your Dream 100's followers and pushing them into your funnels. As with all platforms, I believe that we should be playing both sides, working our way in and buying our way in. Step number two, find your Dream 100 on this platform. The first step, as you'll soon see with every platform, is to identify the Dream 100 that have already congregated your dream customers on the platform that you're starting on. Follow each of them and set up a plan to spend a few minutes each day viewing all their stories, posts, and ads. This will help you to identify the patterns that are making these people successful. Each day, I spend three to five minutes viewing my Dream 100's posts, looking for what pictures hook me and make me want to read the caption, what captions make me want to take actions. At the same time, I like the posts for my Dream 100. I comment on at least 10 of my Dream 100's posts each day, digging my well. I also spend five minutes watching Instagram stories for my Dream 100, looking for cool ideas on ways they're engaging people, checking out where their swipe ups are pushing me to, messaging or DMing on at least 10 of their videos, digging my well, and looking for the swipe up ads that are shown to me and funnel hacking them, swiping up on them. Remember, you're now a producer of social media, not a consumer. Don't get caught in the trap of following tons of interesting people who will distract you and waste your time. Follow only those people who are already successfully serving the market that you want to serve so that you can understand what messages they're sharing. Then you can figure out your own unique angles inside of that ecosystem and unfriend and unfollow everyone else. Step number three, identifying the publishing strategy and create your publishing plan. There are many ways to publish content on Instagram, and each section of the platform has a different strategy for how to publish and how to monetize. To make it simpler, I'll break down each of the core sections in Instagram and explain the strategy for how you use each one. Here are the core areas of the platform we'll be focusing on. The first I call content hooks, where you're producing images and videos in a way to grab your dream customers and turn them into your followers. We rarely, if ever, actually sell anything in this content. We only focus on getting people to like, comment, and follow. We do this in two sections of the app. The Instagram profile, your gallery, and Instagram TV, your produced video content. The second section of the app is your house. This is where you're able to direct people into your funnels and actually sell. I'll show you the strategies behind how we sell in this chapter, but for now understand that the areas that you'll be able to sell your products and services are Instagram stories, your reality show, and Instagram live, your live show. Again, I want to mention that these platforms, their features, and the strategies for them are always evolving. So view this chapter as a baseline and watch your Dream 100 closely so that you can model and innovate on any and all algorithm changes as they come. My biggest fear in telling people to model their Dream 100 is that they think that they should copy their Dream 100. Again, copying is not the goal. On the contrary, copying is illegal and unethical. Modeling is watching what others in your market are doing so that you can get ideas of what you can create. To have success on Instagram or any platform, you have to be you. Your brand and your personality are the keys to getting people to follow and engage with you. The differences you bring into the ecosystem that you serve is the secret that will create your true fans. Jenna Kutcher once said, A brand is the image and the personality that the business applies to its offers. The attractive character is the voice of your company. And what you're doing on social media is creating the image and personality that can connect with people and lead them into your funnels and to your offers. The first step then when setting up Instagram is to quickly communicate in your bio who you are as the attractive character. When people find you on Instagram, the first thing they'll do is check out your bio. You only have 150 characters to make your first impression and get them to click on the follow button. You also get one link that you can use to direct people back into one of your funnels, converting them from traffic that you've earned into traffic that you own. There are a lot of thoughts and beliefs on what you should write in your bio, but I suggest looking at your Dream 100's bios, seeing what's working, choosing what you like, and modeling them to create your own unique bio. Instagram profile strategy, your gallery. Your Instagram profile is the core foundation of your Instagram strategy. I'll focus on this first section of the platform because it is the key to increasing your followers and will be the fuel for your Instagram stories and their powerful swipe ups, Instagram lives, IGTVs, and more. The hook, your pictures. After someone looks at your bio, the next thing they'll see is the grid of all of the pictures and the videos that you've posted. Each picture is a hook that can potentially grab someone who is scrolling on Instagram and pull them into your funnels. People are automatically able to see all the pictures on your profile. And if you post them correctly, they'll also be able to see them inside of their own news feed. When I started using Instagram, I had no clue what types of pictures I should post. If you scroll back to my profile to the very first pictures, you'll probably get a good laugh seeing all of the random stuff I posted. As a result, I had low engagement because I had no idea what I was doing. Shortly afterwards, I heard Jenna Kutcher give a presentation on her JK5 method framework. I started using it a few years ago and I still use it to this day because it makes posting to my profile simple and fun. Using the JK5 method will help you to create connection beyond just what you're selling. And to do that, you'll need to post more than just your work. To implement the JK5 method, you first need to create five main categories of things that you're passionate about. This will help to give you a recognizable brand. And as you post images, you'll simply rotate through these categories so that your followers get a good understanding of who you are beyond what you sell. For Jenna, her five categories are marriage, body positivity, photography, fashion, and travel. If you scroll through her profile, you'll notice that she cycles through these categories. As I created my categories, I thought about things that were most important to me that I wanted to share with the world. The categories that I came up with for my brand were family, funnels, faith, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Jen explained why the JK5 method helps to grow your brand and increase your audience. When you adopt this method, you not only create a versatile, well-rounded, and connected brand, but you'll also create an interesting feed that earns you the ability to sell. No two categories live next to each other on the grid, giving you extra visual element, but also giving people a way to find a way to connect with you, even if they currently aren't on the market for what you're selling. Oftentimes, someone will follow you for just one of the categories while they get to know you, like you, and trust you, priming them to become a paying client in the future. It's important we talk about the overall vibe of your grid, Essentially, your grid is what users see when they scroll down and see multiple images all lined up in rows of three. It's easy to get obsessed about your overall grid aesthetics, but what I love about the JK5 is that it gives people an overarching view of your brand when they click to see a full profile. If you truly follow the five-category rotation, viewers will see more than just what you sell, but be able to see if they can connect to your account enough to follow you. When someone lands on your page, they have about 10 seconds to make a decision on whether or not they want to follow you. And so we want this overall grid to create a connection right off the bat. When you're posting on your profile, never post in real time. Your post should be thought out and strategic. Real time posting is for Instagram stories. To curate photos for your profile, most phones will allow you to set up albums for your pictures. I suggest creating a new album for each of the five categories in your JK5. Then, look back through your camera roll and move all of the existing pictures you've taken in the past into these albums. Chances are, this exercise alone will give you a few months' worth of the perfect images that you could start using today. Moving forward, when you take new pictures with your phone, always add them into these albums. Each day you're looking for new pictures to post, go into the album on your phone and quickly grab the perfect picture. On top of pictures, Instagram also allows you to post videos on your profile that are under 60 seconds. So as you capture short videos that fit into your JK5, save them on your album as well. Before posting any picture or video though, I highly recommend using Jenna's ABCDQ test to see if it's on brand and therefore worthy of your profile. Here's the test. A. Aesthetics. Does it visually show something that fits the personality of my brand? B. Brand. Is it aligned with my dream client or something they will engage with? C. Consistent. Is it consistent in terms of the color or quality to fit within my overall feed? D. Diversity. Is this something different than my last post? Does it create recognition beyond what I sell? Q. Quality. Is this up to the quality I want my clients and followers to expect? If this stood alone, would it fit my brand? The story. Captions. After you run through the A, B, C, D, Q test and you're ready to post images, you need to think about what arguably the most important question of all. What am I going to say about this picture? The picture is the hook that brings people in and grabs their attention. But the caption tells your story and tries to engage the reader before you make your offer or your call to action. Goal of the post. Each post you make should have one goal. As I post any picture and I write its caption, the first thing I do is decide if the hook is meant to inspire, educate, or entertain. Inspire. It compels others to feel inspired and capable of big things. Educate. It teaches or educates your followers on a subject. Entertain. It provides entertainment for your followers. Type of caption. After I decide the goal of the post, I try to figure out the type of caption to post. According to Jenna, the three most common types of captions and how to use them in your business are, First, tell a story. The posts that do the best on Instagram have one thing in common. They invite you into the story and make you feel part of the moment, as if you're experiencing it beyond the screen. I often pay attention to the little things or thoughts that happen in my days and turn those things into short stories I tell through captions. I'm not talking once upon a time type stories, but relatable life experiences that others can connect with. Number two, ask a question. Having an audience, whether it's 10 people or a thousand people, gives you access to people that can help you create the perfect offer. When you're not sure what to post, ask a question. People love to feel heard and be able to share their opinion. At least once a week, I love to ask a question. Often, it's as simple as, what is the best book you've read recently? Or as complex as, tell me what you're struggling with when it comes to Instagram so I can help you. Questions can be directly related to your offer or just another way to connect with your audience. Plus, questions invite engagement onto your feed. Number three, make a list. You can have a lot of fun with captions by sharing a short list. Some examples including three things people might not know about you, five facts about your business, three ways to use your products, or the seven best books you've ever read. Lists are a fun way to deliver a caption that's easy to read or interesting. They can also further connect you to your followers in an unexpected way beyond the traditional brand stories you tell. We love sharing lists of our favorite things or writing an introduction-type post where we share more about us. After all, new people find and follow our account each week. Hashtags. So what is a hashtag and why do you need it? If you think of Instagram as a huge filing cabinet, then the hashtags are the filing folders. When someone searches a hashtag, Instagram finds all the images that are using the same hashtag and gives you a gallery of only those images. For example, if I post a picture with the hashtag potato guns and someone searches for that hashtag, the picture I post will show up in the hashtag potato guns gallery. If they follow that hashtag because they love potato guns, any new picture I post with that hashtag could show up in their newsfeed. You can use up to 30 hashtags with each post to help your images or hooks show up on the searches and the feeds of your dream customers. Hashtags are the equivalent of keywords in search engines. Sometimes you can put your hashtags in the actual caption, we call these overt hashtags, where your audience will see them, but typically most of your hashtags will be posted in the first comment after you post your image, we call these covert keywords. There are many online research tools that help you to figure out the best hashtags for your posts, and I do recommend using them. But the easiest way to research what hashtags you may want to use is to go back to your dream 100. They're already serving your dream clients, so what hashtags are they using to get in front of them? Look at their hashtags each day as you're doing your research and keep a list of the ones that will work for you too. The offer, your call to action. The last step in creating your post is your CTA. Every single post needs a CTA. It can vary from being a very small ask to being a big call to action. Examples of small asks include double tap, hit the like button, post an emoji, or a comment below. Examples of a bigger call to action include share this post, tag three friends, click the link in my bio, or sign up for blank. Calls to action are important for a lot of reasons. Ultimately, they help to get people off Instagram and onto your list. But maybe even more importantly, they help the algorithm know if people like what you're posting. If your audience comments, likes, and engages with what you post, the algorithm will assume that you're creating content that people want, and they'll reward you by giving you more exposure. When people comment, you should be responding to their comments. This will get them more likely to comment in the future, and it gives other people extra motivation to comment as well. Now let's quickly recap the basic process to follow when making posts on your Instagram profile. Follow the JK5 method and create five main categories of things you're passionate about. Each day, post up to two pictures on your profile. Rotate through your JK5 categories. Decide the goal of each post. Inspire, educate, or entertain. Decide the type of caption to use, story, ask a question, or make a list. Choose the hashtags that will make your post show up for your dream customers and add a CTA to get your audiences to engage with you. If you need more examples on how to do this, then look no further than your Dream 100. If they're successful, you'll see this pattern within their posts, and you can model it for your own posts as well. Instagram TV strategy, your produce video content. Instagram TV was originally created to be a competitor of YouTube. Most people use Instagram as an app you scroll through during your in-between moments, and they wanted to create something that would keep you in the app for longer stretches of time. Part of our consistent publishing plan is to test out hooks and test our materials. As I'm posting pictures and publishing stories, I'm looking to see what people respond to, what questions do they keep asking me, what subjects and topics are interesting. When they see behind the scenes of my life, what parts do they want to understand more? After identifying their interests, I'll create a more produced piece of content that answers these questions or expounds on certain subjects. These videos become episodes on Instagram TV. Typically, anything over 60 seconds is made into an IGTV post, and they can be up to 60 minutes long. In our market, we found that the sweet spot for video length is about 3 to 5 minutes. So we'll spend that time answering a question and diving more deeply into the topic. These videos become our IGTV episodes. The episodes will show up to your fans and followers just like a normal picture or video that you post on your profile would. After people watch the first 60 seconds, Instagram will ask them if they want to continue watching the rest of the video inside IGTV, making it vital for the first 60 seconds to hook them into watching the full video or you'll lose people before they see your full message. Watch the IGTVs from your Dream 100 and see what types of videos they're creating and how they hook people and pull them into their content. Instagram Stories Strategy, your reality show. When Snapchat first came out, they became famous for their core feature, letting you create short, 10-second videos that disappeared after 24 hours. I spent over a year growing my Snapchat following and had mild success with my stories there. The platform was hard to use, it was almost impossible to grow an audience, and the stats they showed were almost useless. However, early trends showed it was going to be the next big social network, so we put in the time to try to make it work. About a year into my Snapchat journey, I embarked on a charity trip to Kenya with a bunch of big influencers to help build schools. On the second day after we finished working and playing with the kids, we came back to our camps and checked our phones. That very day, Instagram launched their new Stories features. At first, we were skeptical. Honestly, we didn't want to make a shift to this new platform after we had spent so much time building up Snapchat. Reluctantly, though, we decided to test the new platform. The next morning, we each made the same posts on Instagram and Snapchat. Then we watched our stats closely to see which of the two platforms brought us the most eyeballs and engagement. Knowing that this was a new feature to Instagram, I had a gut feeling that Zuckerberg was going to bribe us early adopters with tons of free engagement so that we'd switch platforms. And that's exactly what he did. Despite the fact that my Instagram audience was small, about 30% the size of my Snapchat audience, I got four times more views on each of my Instagram stories than I did on Snapchat. As I shared my stats each night with the other influencers on the trip, we found that all of our stats were about the same. Over the next few weeks, I started posting more and more on Instagram and less and less on Snapchat, until one day I stopped logging into Snapchat and eventually deleted the app altogether. So what exactly are Instagram stories and how do they fit into your Instagram strategy? At the top of the Instagram app, above your feed, you'll find a section showing the stories for each of the people that you're following, your Dream 100. If you click on one of their pictures, you'll see all the short micro videos they've posted in the past 24 hours. Each video is just 15 seconds long, and you can post as many each day as you'd like. Because they disappear after 24 hours, you don't have to be as methodical about each post, caption, and CTA as you are with your profile post. These stories are more freestyle. Personally, I look at my Instagram stories as my personal reality show where my fans and my followers can see behind the scenes of what I'm doing each day. I'm literally documenting my journey through the day in short 15-second mini videos. When I wake up in the morning, I may make a quick post as I'm walking into the gym, quickly mentioning why I'm excited or what I'm dreading about the workout. I may make another post during the workout if I'm doing something new or funny that I think would be fun to share with my audience. After I leave the gym, I may post a quick video with one of my kids who just got out of bed and had a funny bedhead. Or I may have them share a funny or scary dream. Then I get ready for my day and I may make a post when I'm about to get in my car telling them quickly about what I'm excited about for the day or what I'm learning during my morning study. Do you see how this works? I'm taking them on my journey during my day and sharing the highlights, giving them a glimpse of what I'm actually doing behind the scenes. As I get to the office, I may show them something I'm working on as I'm doing it. For example, I've posted Instagram stories almost daily for the past few months, showing my followers the process of me writing this book. Each day, I know there are tens of thousands of people who watch these quick videos of me talking about this book and showing the new concepts or sketches I'm developing as I'm doing it in real time. Can you imagine how many of them are anxiously waiting the second this book is done so they can buy their copy? By letting them participate in the process, they're more invested in what i am actually been doing. They're more likely to buy what I'm creating when it's ready. Instagram stories are the most powerful way that I've ever seen to have your audience build a relationship with you as the attractive character. Another great way to use Instagram stories is to promote things you're working on in a cool way. I can show people my product or behind the scenes of how I fulfill my service, and then I can give people a call to action to go and buy one. Each day I usually try to make at least one pitch for something I'm excited for. Instagram stories are my home where I'm able to push people into my funnels and actually sell to them. When you first get your Instagram account, it isn't easy to promote products. Usually, you have to tell your followers to click on the link in your bio to get taken to your funnel. After your account has grown to 10,000 followers, though, you can unlock a really cool feature called Swipe Up. If you've been following others on Instagram, you've undoubtedly seen people do this before. They make a pitch for something and tell you to swipe up to get access to it. When they swipe up on the screen, you'll be redirected to any link you want. Every day, I try to make between 10 and 30 posts on Instagram stories throughout the day, documenting my journey. I'll typically make one that directs people to my profile to comment on whatever picture I posted that day. I'll also make one with a swipe up CTA such as getting them to visit a funnel, listen to a new podcast episode, watch a video on YouTube, or engage with me outside of the Instagram platform. Story highlights. These show up under your bio and above your grid. The way you use highlights ties back to the JK5 method. When you pick your five categories that your brand will become known for and you create a highlight for each one. As you make cool stories that tie back into one of those five categories, you can save them as highlights and they will automatically be saved in this folder. This is a really cool way for people to see the highlights over the past month or years tied to your core categories. Highlights Mini Webinar Hack We have a little trick that we use to leverage highlights to sell a lot of products. About once per month, I pick one of my products that I want to promote. I block out a full day in my stories devoted to promoting that product within a mini webinar. Basically, throughout the day, I'll post 15 to 50 stories going through a scripted presentation to sell one of my products. Of course, I'll usually make a ton of sales on that day, but because I save it as a highlight, it will continue to sell for me every day. Let me walk you through the script for this mini webinar. In the first three stories, I ask three yes or no questions that I know will hook my viewers. For those who have read Expert Secrets, these questions will seem familiar as they sync with the perfect webinar script. Question one is about the vehicle that we're trying to get them into. Question two relates to their internal struggle. And question three deals with their external fears. I ask each question and then I let my followers answer yes or no. My next few stories will relate back to the questions I just asked. I like to use the framework, feel, felt, found. I might say something like, I understand how you feel. I felt the same way, and this is what I found. Then I make a few stories introducing a special offer I created that will solve the problems people said yes to in the first three stories. Over the next five to 20 stories, I'll show the proof. I'll say something like, don't take my word for it. Check out what others are saying. Then I'll post as many proof images, slides, and videos that I have related to the offer. After all my proof, I'll make a few stories recapping the offer they're getting that day. Finally, I ended with a few stories talking about any urgency and scarcity that I have related to this offer. This is one of my favorite ways to get consistent sales from Instagram. As people land on your profile and start following you, one of the first things they look for are your highlights. So having a few in there that push your front end funnels is a powerful way to make the conversion into traffic that you own. Instagram Live Strategy. This last way to publish on Instagram is Instagram Live. Because Instagram Live and Facebook Live are so similar in their functionality and use, I won't be spending much time on Instagram Live. In fact, I purchased the second phone with the sole purpose of being able to go live on Instagram at the same time I went live on Facebook. That way, I can stream the same message at the exact same time to both platforms. One difference between Facebook Live and Instagram Live is that all lives on Instagram are stored on the platform for only 24 hours and then they're gone. On Facebook, however, your lives are stored on the platform forever so you can continue to boost and promote your lives. I'm eagerly waiting for the day that Facebook and Instagram will just let you stream one message to both platforms at the same time. Until then, if you don't have a second phone, you may just want to borrow a friend's phone anytime you go live to get the extra eyeballs to your message on Instagram. Or you can also do your Facebook Live from your laptop and then Instagram Live from your phone. If you're not able to live stream on both platforms, I suggest you focus all your live efforts on Facebook as your message can get more views over the long run. We'll talk more about the strategy of lives in the next chapter with Facebook, but just know that this is the other area of the app that I treat like my home. In other words, I use this feature to sell things to my existing followers. Your publishing plan. Each section inside of Instagram has different strategies on how you should be publishing. It's a lot. I know. I get it. When I first started looking at this platform, I thought that publishing on it would be another part-time job. So for me to get this to work, I had to build out a publishing plan that I could do in less than an hour each day. that was simple and effective enough for me to stick to it. Using this publishing plan will help to make sure that you're using every second on Instagram to its fullest. You can follow my publishing plan to a T, or you can tweak it to fit your own process. To see my Instagram publishing plan, make sure to look at the supplemental PDF where you can print it out and keep it by your computer. Number four, work your way in. As you're following your publishing plan and posting your content hooks using the right hashtags, you're going to start showing up in the feeds of your dream customers. Having great content for a consistent period of time is the baseline strategy for growth. The next level of growth starts when you tap into your Dream 100 and they're following using the power of Instagram TV. I told you earlier that we use IGTV to publish produced videos answering questions that our audience has been asking us. The only problem is that the only people who see these videos are the ones who follow us or those who happen to see our hooks in their feed. As we thought about this problem, we wanted a way to stimulate growth in our channel a lot faster, and that's when it hit us. We could do a question and answer collaboration or collabs with our Dream 100. Let me explain how it works. A while ago, I got a question from one of my followers who was trying to figure out why they were struggling with growing their company. I could have easily made a video response and posted it, but then I had an idea. There are other people who are actually more qualified than me to respond to parts of this question. So I messaged Steve J. Larson and told him that someone had asked me a really good question and that I was gonna answer it on video, but I'd love if he'd answer it too. He agreed, made the video response, and sent it to me. I also made a video response. Then I took our two responses, and I created an Instagram TV video, and I posted it on my profile and tagged Steve in the video. A huge number of my followers watched the video, heard Steve's response, and went and followed him. I then gave him the same video and asked him to post it to his IGTV. He posted it, tagged me, and I got a huge stream of new followers from his account as well. This collab added thousands of new followers to my account almost overnight. We now try to do these collabs with my Dream 100 as often as possible. Often we'll do question swapping where I ask them a question and then they'll ask me a question back. We post it on our feeds and both channels grow. You can do similar things when you meet your Dream 100 in real life, at conferences and events. Take a picture with them, post it to your profile tagging them, and have them post it to their profile and tag you. The possibilities are endless. Creative ideas like this are the key to working your way into the following of your Dream 100. Step number five, buy your way in. To quickly grow your Instagram following, you need to show up on your Dream 100's channel. Our favorite way to buy our way in is by getting a shout-out. A shout-out is exactly what it sounds like. Basically, one of your Dream 100 posts on their profile or in their stories about you. In their shout-out, they'll usually mention you by name, tell people to follow you, and they'll tag you. The tag makes a clickable link on Instagram where people can click on your tag and be taken immediately to your profile page, which is why it's so important to optimize your profile page. For example, we found someone on our Dream 100 list, at PR Boss Babe. sent her a copy of my 30 days book when it first came out, and paid her to do a shoutout. She posted a picture of herself with the book, told the story of the book, and then shouted me out by tagging me. This tag directed people back to my profile to find out more. She made the post on her profile and she also published a few stories with swipe ups that took people directly to the book funnel. This post was shown to her over 82,000 followers and received 4,978 likes and drove hundreds of people to start following me. You can approach people in your Dream 100 to do paid shout outs, but there's also a lot of agencies that specialize in getting shout outs for you. You can hire them and they'll do all the work to find the right people, get you the shout out and get people on your profile page. Step number six, fill your funnel. The last step in this framework is to use all of this exposure and engagement to convert all this traffic into traffic that you own. The first phase is creating your publishing plan and putting out your content hooks to start growing your following and build a relationship with them. We use your Instagram profile and TV to find people and turn them into subscribers. We can work our way in with collabs and buy shoutouts to speed up the growth. As your following is growing, you can then start using your Instagram stories and get people to swipe up and push your followers into your funnels. You can also use our highlights mini webinar hack to create mini webinars on your highlights that will pre-sell your people on the products or the services that you are selling in your funnels. The last step is to start running prospecting ads as shown in secret number nine to find more of your dream customers and move them to your retargeting bucket so that you can get them into your funnels. Everything you are doing now is all for the purpose of moving these people into your value ladder and ascending them up so that you can serve them at a much higher level.
0: Well, everyone, I know that that couldn't have gone any better. Uh, We got an interview we got to talk and then we we, we got to the man himself reading the book
1: yeah that was crazy if you haven't had a chance to get traffic secrets there's going to be a link down below in the show descriptions make sure you get it guys it's an amazing book you know we talked instagram but there's so much more in it
0: so much more that is evergreen it's going to be there is you learn the principles and then when the new shiny social media platform or traffic spot comes, the principles are there and, and you'll be able to figure out your best avenue for traffic for that platform.
1: Yeah, I mean, there is 20 secrets, 20 secrets he goes into, okay? And they're all amazing. And it's all different platforms, step-by-step walkthrough with pictures, It's a great book, guys.
0: All right, everyone. If you enjoyed this show, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a review, let us know how we're doing, and uh, we definitely look forward to hearing from you.
1: Absolutely, guys, and thank you for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.